This is Money in Motion with Class Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. And our phone lines are open for you right now at 608-321-1310. That's 321-1310. Gets you on the air with our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. We are joined this week by CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas. As mentioned, they come to us from Kloss Financial, the website klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com. And their telephone number for the office right here in town, 608-442-5637. No charge for the initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial. It is complimentary to you. Again, their number, 608-442-5637. And phone lines are open this morning at 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. CJ, how you doing this morning? Doing great. How are you, Sean? I'm doing really well. Great to talk with you. Malia, what is going on with this ice and snow and garbage? It's no fun. It's a wintry wonderland this morning, isn't it? We love it. Yeah, sure. These are the days where I think a lot of us say, yeah, maybe retiring down south may not be the worst idea. Uh, And again, as we talk about, uh, of course, retirement planning and, of course, retirement planning professionals from Claus Financial, it is a prime opportunity. Maybe you had that thought today and said, you know what, for the last 20, 30 years, I thought, ah, we're going to stay here. Maybe you made some changes. You got some questions. Great opportunity to get you on the air. 608-321-1310. That's 321-1310. Learn more about Kloss Financial on their website, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S, financial.com. Not only can you learn more about the team at Kloss Financial, you can learn about their separate divisions. You can sign up for the weekly Market Pulse newsletter, which is a great weekly email that you'll receive. Tells you what's been going on in the markets, as well as a link to the most recent podcast. And speaking of the podcast, that is also available at ClossFinancial.com. I know we tend to come and go uh, in the morning, stepping out to grab some coffee or pick up and drop off the kiddos at uh, school or um, do those type of things. Sometimes you miss part of the show, you want to get caught up. Again, head on over to ClossFinancial.com. We'll be talking this week about the kiddos and uh, adult children and gifting and things to think about when it comes to that. We'll get to that in just a moment. Another great uh, feature of the program is the Kloss Quiz Question of the Week. We'll be doing another one again this week, a chance to win a great prize. Our friends from Kloss Financial have provided a $25 gift card to Home Depot for the winner of the Kloss Quiz Question of the Week. We'll tell you all about it a little bit later on in the program. Just a little tip, though, as you listen to the show, listen closely, because oftentimes, almost every time, the question and answer to the Kloss Quiz Question of the Week come up during the program. And before we start talking about gifts and other things for our adult children, let's take a look back at last week's Kloss Quiz Question of the Week. Get the question and answer there as well. Yeah, so besides retirement planning, probably the biggest thing people learn from listening to our show over the years is that we are not big fans of debt. Mm. And so that certainly was the subject last week about how much uh, debt is costing us, uh, whether it be credit card debt, mortgage loans, student loans, etc. So if you didn't hear that last week, as Sean said, please um, take a listen because it really does affect your future retirement planning. So the question of the week was, according to LendingTree, the average credit card rate today is under 20% or over 20%. And congratulations to our winner last week, Todd, who correctly answered over and he won the prize. So congratulations to him and listen carefully for today's question. Nice job, Todd. And again, we'll have another opportunity later on in the program. So listen very carefully. As mentioned, of course, we are going to be talking about uh, things to when it comes to talking retirement, but specifically about uh, helping out adult children and things that we should understand. CJ, what are some of the areas there that, that folks should keep in mind and, and what are some of those gifting options we need to need to learn about? 
Yeah, we tend to get these questions uh, kind of either near the end of the year or the mm-hmm. beginning of the year as people are starting to think about their income taxes. Um, and so they, of course, are thinking about what did I give over the course of this last year? And of course, if you have children, uh, most of you as parents, because uh, both Malia and I have children, uh, you know, you, you often are giving quite a bit of money to your children, even when they become adult children. And so the question pops up, hey, is, is that deductible or is it taxable to them or taxable to me? Or how does all of this stuff work? And these are really great questions. As you can imagine, it's not the first time they've come up for us or for the IRS. But as we start talking about gifting and tax consequences and all of that, I just want to kind of give a quick disclosure. We are not your accountants. We will not prepare your tax return. That is not one of the services our organization currently offers. We work with a lot of really great accountants. And so ultimately, For your specific situation, you are going to want to talk to your accountant to find out if what you did has tax consequences. But with that being said, we are pretty formally trained on tax, and so we're going to give you an overview of how gifting to individuals uh, kind of impacts you. So first of all, let's define what is considered a gift. The IRS considers any transfer to an individual, either directly or indirectly, where full consideration, which is measured in money or money's worth, is not received in return. The general rule is that any gift is a taxable gift. Let me repeat that. The general rule is that any gift is a taxable gift. However, there are all kinds of statements below that and rules below that that often make your gifts not taxable. So let's talk about that. There's something called the gift tax exclusion for federal gift tax purposes, and that amount is currently $17,000 in the year 2023. That means that you can give gift $17,000 per person to as many people as you want with no federal gift tax consequences. And now if you think of this with a spouse, if you split that gift with your spouse, then the total is $34,000 to each kind of individual that you give that money to. Now, I'm, I'm going over this because often this is parents thinking of gifting to adult children, right? We say, hey, my children want to buy a home. We've done well for ourselves financially. We would like to give them some money as a down payment on their home to help them out. Well, again, if you stay below that $17,000 per person per year, then that could be for a couple at least, a husband and wife, you could give $34,000 to one of your children. Or if your child is married, it could be $34,000 to them and another $34,000 to their spouse. It does not have to be somebody in your family line. In addition, if you stay under the gift tax limit for each gift recipient, you don't have to file a gift tax return for the year. So this is big. Again, I can give $17,000 per year to any individual, whether they're family or not, and I don't have to file a gift tax return. So for example, a husband and wife with two children could give away a total of $68,000 a year to them. That's $34,000 per child or $17,000 per child per individual. Boy, this is getting getting complicated, isn't it? Um, But that's just, it's good rule of thumb. This is what is known as the gift tax exclusion. Now, what we do need to understand in coordination with this is this concept of the federal gift maximum. So in your lifetime, in 2023, the max you can give over your lifetime, whether it's while you are alive or passed away, is $12.92 million. 
Now that $12.92 million does not include the $17,000 gifts that you have done throughout your life because that's the exclusion amount. Okay. So over your lifetime or at death, you can give away $12.92 million in the year 2023 and not have a federal estate tax because this is what is known as the gift tax exclusion amount. Um, now, if you multiply that 12.92 times a couple, that's $25.84 million in the year 2023. And again, you're going to pay no federal estate or gift tax in so doing. Now, a big alert for those listening, because that $25.84 million is not going to apply to that many people. A big alert is that in 2026, the federal estate and gift tax exemption is scheduled to actually sunset at which point it'll go back to old numbers, and those old numbers would be $6.8 million per individual in the year 2026. At this point, unless there's major changes in legislation, we do expect that to happen because that is just the default. If nothing changes, that is what will happen. So in the year 2026, that'd be $6.8 million per person. Really? Now remember, Oh, go, go ahead, John. No, no, I was going to say that really important stuff. I knew you were going to say, remember, what was the reminder there? I, yeah, so just remember that what is included in that would be life insurance proceeds. And often people go, no, 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 life insurance is not taxable. And I go, ah, 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 it's not income taxable. But if it causes the value of your estate to exceed these limitations, then your estate could become taxable for federal estate tax purposes. Solution amount is a different amount to be mindful. Talking this morning with CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas, our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. You can learn more about Kloss Financial on their website, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com. Their telephone number, 608-442-5637. No chat initial get to know you appointment at Kloss Financial. It is complimentary to you. Again, their number, 608 4 And the phone lines are open. If you've got questions for CJ or Malia, we'd love to get you on the air this morning, 608 321 That's 3 Three, two, one, thirteen, ten. CJ, are there some other things folks need to know and keep going? Uh, if I if I die and give away a certain amount of an estate, and that estate in twenty twenty three as an individual is less than twelve point nine two million dollars, there will be no gift tax. There will be no federal estate tax, whether I give that while I'm alive or upon passing. So that's just kind of the the big number to be aware of. If I give seventeen thousand dollars to any individual, but not more than that, in the year 2023, that is not part of my maximum lifetime exemption amount, and I do not have to file any gift tax paperwork accordingly. Okay. Okay. So moving on from that, some things to know. There's typically no tax savings for the giver and usually no taxes to be paid by the recipient when you are gifting to an individual. Let me repeat that. There is typically no tax savings for the giver. So again, if I give $17,000 to my child, there's typically no benefit to that. And there's usually no taxes to be paid by the recipient as long as you stay under these amounts. Of course, the big question is, but CJ, <laughs> can't I get a deduction for giving money to my child for the down payment on the home? No, no, <laughs> your, your children are not charities. They're not charities, simply put. Now, it's a separate issue if you're giving to a 501c3, if you're giving to a nonprofit organization that has charitable, charitable purposes, then, then that's a different situation. That could be part of your itemized deductions. But your children are not charitable entities. Now, good news is when you give them that $17,000, you're not going to pay taxes on it. By the way, because you've already paid taxes on it, that's the reason why. 
And they're not going to pay taxes on it either uh, when they receive it, as long as these amounts don't exceed the federal estate tax limitations. Where this pops up and bites people in the butt is when they go, oh, I'm... I'm never going to reach those amounts. And then they die in the year 2027 and say the exemption is $7 million per person. And, you know, your, your dad's an old farmer and he goes, I've, I've got very little money. But it turns out the farm is worth $15 million, right? Suddenly this idea of I don't pay taxes on receiving the money is not a true statement because now suddenly the IRS says, ah, 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 it is a federally tax. It is a federal tax on the value of your father's estate, and that gets pretty nasty. Mm. Now, if you do, because some people go, well, uh, what if I just want to give my, my child $100,000 in a year? Because you keep talking about this gift tax exclusion amount and your lifetime exemption amount, but what if I just want to give my child $100,000 in a year? Well, you can do that, and it still would count towards that lifetime gift amount of $12.92 million in 2023, so it's not as though there's major tax consequences for doing so. However, each year that you exceed the annual gift tax exclusion for any recipient, the excess amount is reported on Form 709 for that year. Again, once you go over that $17,000 per individual per year, you can do that, and it's still part of your lifetime exemption amount, but now you have to file Form 709, and, uh, and that becomes something that you have to file pretty much every year thereafter, uh, keeping track of these amounts that are applying towards that lifetime dollar amount that you can give away. So again, we typically try to avoid our clients having to file Form 709. We would suggest they try to stay within that $17,000 per individual per year, but you can certainly go over if you feel it's necessary. Important stuff there, as always, from C.J. Kloss and Malia Cuevas, our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial. If you've got a question for Malia and C.J., we would love to get you on the air this morning, 608-321-1310. That's 608-321-1310. Got phone lines open for you right now. You can learn more about Kloss Financial on their website, klossfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com, a great website and a great resource to learn more about the team at Kloss Financial. And their separate divisions. Their telephone number is 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial. It is complimentary to you. Again, the telephone number is 608-442-5637. Talk about some of the benefits of gifting to families and others. We will also find out if you have to pay a gift tax. We'll get the details next as Money in Motion with Kloss Financial continues right here on 1310 WIBA. This is Money in Motion with Klaus Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. And we're talking gift giving this week with our retirement planning professionals from Klaus Financial, joined by Malia Cuevas and CJ Klaus. You can learn more about Klaus Financial on their website, klausfinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S financial.com. And their telephone number, 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Klaus Financial. It is is complimentary to you. Again, their telephone number, 608-442-5637. And if you've got a question, love to get you on the air this morning, 608-442-608-321-1310. That's 321-1310. Again, you can always call the Claus Financial Office for questions, just won't get on the air. So I'd love to have you join us this morning. Again, talking about gifts and Malia. So um, if I were to gift someone, will I have to pay a gift tax on that? 
we're just so worried about having to pay a tax, number one, and we're also so worried about having to fill out an extra form. So I'll tell you what, that hangs people up. So hopefully people listen to what CJ just said. In the event you actually would give more than is allotted for you this year, which is that 17000 per person that you can give, only then would you have to first fill out that form 709. So again, that's where people are like so nervous about, oh my gosh, I gave $10,000, what's going to happen? Nothing's going to happen. You don't even have to fill out a form as long as you are within those limits. So so again, what, when, when and if will I have to pay this gift tax? So we start off t- telling you that, number one, if there were to be a gift tax in the future, the donor is generally responsible for paying the gift tax. And again, this goes into the discussion about the lifetime exemption. Uh, under special arrangements, sometimes the donee may agree to pay the tax instead. So if that were to occur in the future when, when everything is settled with an estate, um, the donor is generally responsible for that. What can be excluded from gifts? So this is really, really important to understand. So first of all, out of the gate, the general rule, this is per the IRS, is that any gift is a taxable gift. However, the exceptions, that's where we come in with the exclusions. The following gifts are not, not taxable. So gifts that are not more than the annual exclusion that I just said, the 17000 per individual. Those are excluded. Tuition or medical expenses, you pay for someone. Uh, the educational medical, ex- that's another thing that can be excluded from gifts. Gifts to your spouse. Uh, so if they're a U.S. citizen, you can, you can give as much as you want to, a, to your spouse. However, spouses who are not U.S. citizens can only receive gifts up to $175,000 in 2023 without needing to report the gift. So all of you should go home and give gifts to your spouse, okay, CJ? Uh, and then finally, um, gifts to a political organization. Today is my wife's birthday, by the way, so I'm just Oh, there you go. I just got done giving gifts this morning, so there you go. <laughs> Big gifts. Um, so gifts to a political organization for its, for its use, those can be excluded. And then as CJ pointed out, gifts to your children are not tax deductible. So keep things separate here, understanding what is a gift and what is not. Important considerations and things to remember about what is and what is not. What about the benefit, uh, Malia, about um, some other benefits when it comes to gift giving for family and other folks? Yes. Yeah, so what we see a lot about uh, a lot with our clients is as they age, believe it or not, they actually spend less money. So um, and many of our clients are living well into their 90s. So we believe that, you know, being generous uh, as long as you can afford it in your in your your strategy um, for a long life and having ample income, you also should be generous. And and quite honestly, when we have clients that do pass away in their 90s, they're leaving large sums of money to their children in their mid to late 60s or 70s. Honestly, the adult children do not need the money at that point. They really don't. It's not that they're not, you know, welcoming it, but they don't really want it. So we would say, you know, if you can 
with your financial planner. Look at, can I gift some to some of my kids or grandkids who might be in their late 30s, 40s, or early 50s? That's really when they're going to welcome assistance at this point, more than they even are, you know, into their own retirement. So create that gifting strategy. Again, we want you to take care of yourself first, but looking at, can I give some to my children? Maybe to the charities. We talk on here all the time about looking at qualified charitable distributions. It's a whole nother show. Being very generous. We don't want to hamper people from being generous. And then also it can reduce your tax exposure. Um, Finally, education and medical expenses. So this is, again, the exception to the 17000 annual gifting limit is that you can give an unlimited amount to your children for tuition or medical expenses. So education and retraining can be a great way to help you make your children more self-sufficient. Um, and looking at what you need to do in these situations is, is the money must be paid directly to the educational institution or the medical provider and not go to the child first. So you do need to follow these rules, but this is really important as people are looking at how can I make a difference and also how can I control where the money's going? Because honestly, that's where there's a hesitation of how much should I give my kids and what are they going to do with it? So Things like that are important. Um, medical expenses, we see people just drowning in that sometimes. So again, if it can go directly to the institution, you could really help people out. And the final thing I wanted to mention was an idea is perhaps consider uh, helping fund a Roth IRA for your child or grandchild, as long as they have working income. This is a way for you to be able to give to a, a directly to an institution um, for the benefit of that child um, or, or grandchild, and they're going to see, you know, knowing that you can put away $6,500 a year. Again, they have to have that earned income. This is a really nice systematic way for you to help someone that you love and watch those funds grow um, tax-free. Wow, I look at those opportunities with compounding and other great things. Some really, really great stuff, as always, with C.J. CJ, uh, Claus and Malia Cuevas, our retirement planning professionals from Claus Financial. If you missed missed any part of today's program or you want to share the show with friends and family, head on over to ClausFinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S Financial.com. From there, you'll see the podcast banner. You can listen and, again, share the podcast as well. If you've got questions, still got one more segment, got an opportunity to get you on the air this morning, 608-321-1310. That's 321-1310. Cost Financial's office right here in Madison, 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Cost Financial. It is complimentary to you. Again, their number is 608-442-5637. We'll do the Cost Quiz question week coming up. We'll also talk about trusts. We'll get the details from CJ. We'll do that next as Money in Motion with Cost Financial continues right here on 1310 WIBA. This is Money in Motion with Klaus Financial, a fun and informative show designed to help you get answers to all your retirement questions in one place. Talking with our retirement planning professionals from Kloss Financial, CJ Kloss and Malia Cuevas, the website KlossFinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S Financial.com and their telephone number 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get-to-know-you appointment at Kloss Financial. It is complimentary to you. Again, their number 608-442-5637. I know this morning as we've been talking about gift giving, there are probably uh, more than a few people that are going, what about trusts? Let's talk about uh uh, using a trust as a gift. Is that is that something people should consider or could consider? 
Yeah, all those sophisticated people yes. wanting to know about the the estate planning. Yes, uh, trust particular types of trusts, which I'll go over at a high level, are another way to think about uh, giving money. So if you kind of pause and slow down, think about what we just went over there. It's okay, I can give a fair amount of money without even having to reduce my lifetime exemption amount uh, to children, family members, friends, whatever it might be. And I don't even have to file an inc- uh, uh, any kind of tax form. If I go over that amount, then I have to file form 709, which then starts to reduce my lifetime gift amount that, you know, almost $13 million per person, which again, if we think of that $13 million per person as an umbrella of during and after your life, you can give that much money away. It's a big number that most people are not going to reach. So hopefully everybody's kind of filtering that through their brains. But some of you are looking and saying, uh, well, hey, I'm concerned about maybe a business that I own, a small business that could actually grow in value and uh, and actually I could be running into future tax issues. Maybe it's not based on that $13 million number, but maybe it's based on the sunset number in 2026, closer to $7 million. So this is where advanced estate planning techniques come in. So I'm just going to, at a high level, remind you of a few things you can do there. So one thing is that you can use certain types of trusts to actually either create additional capital to pay the tax if you're worried about having a federally taxable estate. So this would be using what's called an irrevocable life insurance trust. So you actually buy a life insurance policy inside of an irrevocable life insurance trust, which then upon your death creates income tax-free and estate tax-free money that gives that is paid to your, uh, to your children or your estate to cover those taxes that you're worried about having if your estate goes over those lifetime exemption amounts. There's also things that are called grantor, um, grantor retained annuity trusts, trusts known as GRATs, which are another way to help to kind of cover some of the cost of this. And then there's other charitable kind of focuses as it relates to avoiding uh, future taxation. So one would be if you're worried about some of the taxes in the future, just give more money away to charities. That's one option because remember, those charities don't reduce your lifetime exemption amount. And if they're large enough, they can actually um, uh, provide a deduction as an itemized deduction in your tax return. Now, the thing that a lot of our clients will do is they'll say, hey, I... I only give, say, $20,000 a year, which is still a lot of money, but that's not enough to go over the standard deduction amount. So how can I take advantage of larger itemized charitable deductions? And the answer would be often you can use what are called donor-advised funds. It's a way to do what's called a tax bunching strategy, where if you give $20,000 a year, what if instead of giving $20,000 a year and not getting the tax benefit, you instead gave, I don't know, $100,000 to a donor-advised fund in one year? You got a huge itemized deduction in that year, which reduces your taxes. And then in the future years, you just take the standard deduction and use that donor advised fund for your giving over the next five years. There's also things that are known as charitable lead trusts and charitable remainder trusts, which again are different ways to give monies to charities, but to do it in a preemptive way. In some of these cases, you can even put money into these accounts. It can provide some source of income to you while you're alive, but then upon death, the money you put in there plus all of the growth ends up going to charities. So a lot of really interesting, fun, unique ways if you are blessed by your hard work or blessed by your circumstances to end up with an estate that might be in those uh, those federal estate taxable dollar amounts. There's charitable ways to bring down that, that taxable estate or there are 
uh, there are trust ways to actually um, avoid having to pay that tax. This is one of the reasons why you'll hear, you know, politicians say there's all these loopholes, <laughs> which between you and me, I just chuckle a little bit because I'm like, if you don't like the loopholes, you created them, right? Just just get rid of them then. I mean, the loopholes are not loopholes. The loopholes are legal maneuvers that you have created for us to give money to charities. It doesn't sound like a loophole. It sounds like a really good win for charities. So the point of this is to say there are a lot of ways to avoid this tax, but it does cost you something, right? It costs you money out of your estate to the charities, or it costs you a lack of control over dollars going into an irrevocable trust. It's not a free maneuver, but it is a way to avoid the, those taxes. Some real fantastic opportunities out there if you are in that position. And again, you can learn more. If you missed any part of today's program, you can listen back at ClausFinancial.com. That's K-L-A-A-S Financial.com. Their telephone number is 608-442-5637. No charge for that initial get to know appointment at Kloss Financial. It is complimentary to you. Again, the number 608-442-5637. You want to hold on to that telephone number as well because it's time now for the Kloss Quiz Question of the Week. In just a moment, I'll ask you the Kloss Quiz Question of the Week. You will then have 30 minutes from the end of today's program to call the Kloss Financial Office right here in Madison at 608-442-5637. If you are the first caller with the correct answer, you win this week's prize, which is a $25 gift card to the Home Depot. This week's Kloss Quiz Question of the Week is this. How much can I gift per person in 2023 without incurring federal gift tax consequences? Is it $15,000 per person or $17,000? thousand dollars per person telephone number 608-442-5637 first call the correct answer when the 25 dollar gift card to the home depot don't forget as well that's Claus financial office right here in madison their number 608-442-5637 malia cj it's always great hanging out you guys enjoy this fantastic day Thanks, Thanks, Sean. We've got the Wisconsin Fishing Expo kicking off tomorrow dad durbin will join us next here on 1310 wiba This is Money in Motion with Kloss Financial Asset Advisors, LLC. A registered investment advisor registered with the SEC. The content of this show is for informational purposes only and should not be considered individual investment advice. Kloss Financial does not offer tax or legal advice. Any opinion offered during the course of this show is the opinion of that particular investment advisor representative and not necessarily the opinion of Kloss Financial. 